Email newsletters. This is like every business guru's calling card. That's what we all say, us included, that you got to start an email list as soon as possible because email is just so great for building an audience and for engaging that audience over time. So in this episode, what we wanted to do is just look at six of our favorite email newsletters. Why? Well, hopefully it gives you a little bit of inspiration and insight about what you can do with your own email newsletter. At the very least, maybe you'll hear about a couple email newsletters you should sign up for. All right, enjoy. Hello there, and uh, I want to welcome you to the Fizzle Show. Oh, all right, this is a Fizzle Show. Real excited to have y'all here with us. Got a great show lined up for you. You're never gonna, you're never gonna forget it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. This is the Fizzle Show, where every Friday we publish another conversation, exploring the art and science of supporting yourself, doing something you care about. It's our hope at Fizzle, that this episode, like every single episode that we publish, will help you birth your idea into the world in a meaningful and sustainable way for you. Now, if you need more help than a podcast conversation, because we cover a lot here, but we don't cover everything, we've got more help for you, okay? Training an entrepreneurial community, over 40 different courses, 1,600 plus members, all of us with the goal of supporting ourselves doing something we care about, okay? Honest entrepreneurship. If you want to learn more about our courses, our community, and our one-of-a-kind nine-stage business roadmap that guides you through the whole thing of building your business, you can learn more about that. And as a Fizzle Show listener, you get five weeks for free. That's five weeks completely for free. Cancel any time. So you can get that at fizzle.co slash try five. The T-R-Y-5. Fizzle.co slash try five courses and community to help you make your own living. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 188. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. I'm, a, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to, to feel it. I can feel it. It's island style and I'm ready. Ooh, I'm ready. Yeah. It's island time. You know what I'm pretty excited? What's for? that? Next uh, next week, we're going to the Caribbean. The, the week, I think it's the week that this is airing. You're in the Caribbean. Oh, I'm sorry. Right <laughs> now, I'm in the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a really exciting part is uh, the shoes that I got. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> I described them once a few weeks ago. You, you got just, so you excited it. about these shoes. No, you nailed it right away because I'm, I'm, I'm describing like, you know, the shoes that like the middle-aged white guy wears when he goes to the yeah. tropics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I forget what they're called. They're like, um, oh, they're so cheesy. Are they? Are they? Do they look like Italian men's shoes, or no, are they like, like uh, kind of like soft fabric? You know, the, the like, air flows through them. So oh you yeah, feel like, like you're not wearing shoes, even yeah, though you are. Yeah, totally. And I think the 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 symbol or the name means something like just. Chill oh yeah, out, no, dude. it's the fucking, it's the hook, it's the hook, it's that, yeah, it's the hook it's one. Like, just chill out, like, bro. And all of our foot beds are made just for your foot, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They have a little bit more of a foot shape to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's got, it's like got the hook. It's like a New Zealand symbol or something yeah, so like I'm, that. I'm wearing those. Yeah, like called kanji or something. <laughs> something. It's a 
like it's like this. It's like the modern day puka shell yeah. necklace. Jesslyn got them for me, and at first I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. And then I put them on, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's how it works. You know what happens as you get older? You go like, why the hell would I not wear these things? They are so amazing to wear. Right? It's just that like being cool was the only reason why not to. Yeah. Right? And being cool just starts being like, f- being cool. I just don't really care that much. That's lame. <laughs> I mean, I do draw the line. I'm not going to wear no, shoes you, with individual toes in them. You stay really cool. <laughs> you stay like, you, the, the bars stay like pretty hip. You know, it's amazing that you guys can dance at any age. You can go out and have fun, you know? And <laughs> good for you. And that, you know, that you're staying hip. But at the same time, you know, there's this inevitable sort of like, you know what? I don't like these chairs. These chairs aren't very comfortable. Yeah. Why don't we have comfortable chairs? My back hurts. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to want to sit on the couch. I want to watch a TV game or something like that. He's fucking baseball. Huh? So there you go. Exactly. I, I got that going for me. Oh, we're going to the I'm going to the going to the Caribbean. No, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be great. But I got these got these shoes, man. <laughs> I got these shoes. They're so, you know, you do a lot of you do a lot of walking when you travel. Oh man, these shoes that like they're like shaped. Want to do a lot of chilling. Shaped the size of your foot. You know what I mean? Oh no, real, real nice, real fucking nice. These shoes. You know, sometimes you just don't feel okay with wearing flip flops everywhere. <laughs> oh, I love that. No, absolutely. These are the things where you well, and that's also like turning pro travel. You know, one of the things <laughs> we, we should, think every entrepreneur should be doing is doing some travel, even though we're the entrepreneurs were probably poorer than <laughs> than people with steady jobs. But you schedule some travel, and you have to do it like the uh, you have to do it like a. Uh, you know, the, the Chris Gilbo, get a special credit card and just go on the miles from the credit card type thing. Yeah. You know, you have to like, you, wait, we have to hack travel. Totally. That's why travel hacking is a thing, because we don't get to travel <laughs> unless we hack it, right? I got I got something for the show notes. <laughs> there was a there okay. was one of those fake commercials on uh, SNL like 20 years ago. Yeah. It was about, um, imagine Jack Johnson. He loves being barefoot so much. Yeah. But yeah. there are just times when... You have to wear shoes yeah, yeah. for like code. Yeah. So he made shoes that look like feet. <laughs> it's the cheesiest thing ever. <laughs> well, I'll put it in the show notes. And we'll see how it holds up. I mean, if it's anything like Schlitz Gay. <laughs> I haven't watched it in like 15 years, so who knows if it's funny or not. Uh, all right. SNL foot commercial. JJ Casuals. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's called. JJ Casuals. Look for that at fizzleshow.co slash 187. Uh, with that, let's jump into our episode for today where we are going to talk about... Uh, here's my tentative title for this. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I want to hear your you segue. Ready? Why these six email newsletters are f***ing amazing. <laughs> that's cool. That's what I think. That's good. what I think is a good headline, right? Yeah, I'm good. Why these six email newsletters are f- Amazing. All right. We're, we, we each brought a couple newsletters to talk about uh, earlier this week on the blog at the sparkline at fizzle.co. You, you know, we have a fit. It's like we're called fizzle. We have a blog that we call the sparkline. We thought it'd be cool Just to like name, name, our, name our blog. And I don't even know if we really need that very much. Yeah. Fizzle blog. Uh, but then uh, we, we published an article. We published an article, published an article about these uh his favorite 
uh, email newsletters. Corbett, you're someone who like knows about email newsletters. You get them. You stay informed. Steph, do you find yourself getting? I know we're all going to talk about the newsletters that we get. Do you get some too, Steph? Do you like actually like? No, I'm like addicted to these email newsletters. Okay, I'm one of those people who ends up like subscribed to 1,000 email newsletters, and then my inbox yeah. is like a total mess. So I try to be very selective about my newsletters. I like find myself subscribing and then very pickily unsubscribing. So maybe I guess yeah. I'm probably a good person to have this conversation because I've tried to really protect my inbox, I guess. Yeah, I'm the same way because most email newsletter providers that are not or rather people sending email newsletters, they don't care about me. They care about my money <laughs> is what it feels like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so the reason we're talking about this today isn't just to talk about newsletters we love. Yeah, that's kind of the fun part of it. Yeah. But the reason is as entrepreneurs, most of us are trying to build an email list for some reason. Well, we why, why? like we know that this is so important. Give us like a, a two minute primer or a one yeah. minute primer, like why the email? Yeah, and uh, head to fizzleshow.co slash one eighty seven for links to some other podcast episodes that we've done on email newsletters yeah. or just on the importance of building an email list and sort of the ins and outs. We've covered this a lot of times. So we were kind of looking it up. Um, recently to see what we had done. We've done a lot on building the email list, on growing the email list, because it turns out that email is one of the most reliable channels you can use to reach potential customers. Mm -hmm. Everything else, if you think about Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, Pinterest, whatever the social media flavor of the day is, those things tend to come and go and they tend to be hot for a while and then they tend to fade. And even while they're hot, Whenever you put a message on Twitter or something, you might be reaching, you know, an audience of people who on average follow hundreds of other people mm -hmm. and they may only log in occasionally. Yeah. They might only log in like once a week or something in a yeah. Twitter. And if they're not on Twitter by chance, when you post that message, yeah. it's unlikely that they're going to see it. So just the, the action that you get from posting on social media ends up being so low mm. versus email which is this thing that's been around for like 30 years now. People use email religiously. Yeah. They check email daily usually. Yeah. And most people have a habit of uh, going through their inbox and tending to all their messages in some way, even if they just click archive. Yeah. They have to take action on most of those messages. Unless you're my wife, then for some reason you have like 100,000 emails in your inbox. You're just like, oh yeah, that's my inbox. That's where I keep my email. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the the fact remains, you get much higher uh, engagement when you send an email yeah. out. So now I think that's a really big, that word engagement, that's like kind of like, we could, you could almost like put that whole argument on that term engagement, right? It's like, it's engagement. That's why. Yeah. Why? It's why, why email? Because engagement. Show me another platform that has more engagement capabilities than email. And then we'd be talking about that. And we do talk about a lot of those things, but still to this day, the gold standard in actually reaching out to someone in such a way that they take action, either by clicking to download or by sharing it with their friends or by purchasing or by some sort of, quote, engagement, yeah. end quote, email is the gold standard. Yeah, and and uh, sometimes the only kind of engagement, it's not as if you're, you necessarily want to sell to people all the time, yeah. right? But a lot of times you want to grow an email list or an audience online in general so that eventually when you have something to sell, you have a, a group of people who are built in yeah. that you can reach out to and say, hey, I have this thing. Maybe you'd like to buy it. Yeah. But in the interim, you have to figure out like, what am I going to do to entertain these people to mm -hmm. sort of keep their interest over time? Yeah. And 
The beauty of an email newsletter, and the reason that we're talking about it today, is it is not only a really compelling way to grow an email list, it's also a really great format for interacting with your audience on a regular basis and having some reason to reach out to them, to send them something that doesn't necessarily feel like a sales pitch. A lot of people who are bloggers, for example, or podcasters might grow an email list and the only thing that they send that email list is a, you know, an, an, a notice or a link or a copy of their latest article when it comes out. Yeah. And that's fine. That can work just fine. Mm-hmm. But um, another pr- perhaps more compelling way to reach out to your audience is by sending them something that's beyond a blog post, something that yeah. is curated in some way and just really useful. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to talk about today are these, what we call email newsletters. And I think they take a lot of different forms, Yeah, but we're going to talk about some of our favorites and we're going to look at those through the lens of why is this interesting? Why is this compelling? Why do we read these things religiously? And why are we happy that they end up in our inbox versus think about all the other things that we've signed up for where we regret signing up for those things because people just end up spamming you or sending you a bunch of garbage that you don't want. Yep, totally. Okay, got it. I love this. Perfectly set up, right? Because the question is, we want to use email. So now we we know that email is important because engagement, right? And and we've got links. I'll have a bunch of links in the show notes for this episode. Um, uh, that will like, like, Hey, how do I grow my email list? Right. How do I, this, that, and the other, right. Right. Um, we'll have all those in the show notes here now. Uh, so we know we want to grow our email list because engagement, because, you know, down the line, it could be extremely valuable. How then can we create an, an email newsletter of some kind? One way to do that is you create an email newsletter. How do we do that in a way that isn't boring? I don't feel like I'm going to be able to do that as consistent as I maybe need to. Maybe I don't have enough personality. Maybe I'm not like interesting enough you know, to keep it, to keep it going. Uh, what else? Like people aren't going to find it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to find it and they're not going to sign up for it. Like I got all these worries about making my email newsletter. And uh, so how do I, how do I make good decisions about this? It's kind of like, so how can I, and I think one of the things that can help the most with that is just looking at what other people are doing and seeing what's possible, right? Just seeing what's possible. So that's why I like talking about examples like what we're going to talk about today, just to see like, hey, here's what other people are doing. Because like your experience, Corbin, maybe this will come out on uh, as we talk today. It's just like there's tools out there that actually make e- putting together an email newsletter like really, really easy, mm-hmm. really easy. Yep. So with that, I mean, anything else you want to say, Corbin, before we dive in? Like just, what else? Just one other point here um, for the past year or so, I have been running my own newsletter. Yeah. I, I used to follow sort of the standard uh, practice of you know, people could sign up for a guide or, uh, you know, a mini course or something on my site that I would send yeah. them. And then I would continue to just send them occasional blog posts when I publish them. Yep. I decided about a year ago to switch that up and start sending a newsletter format where I go out and, and curate, collect links on articles that I find interesting on entrepreneurship and sort of this idea of lifestyle business Yeah. and uh, put those together and send it out on a semi-weekly basis. And uh, that's gone really well. It's been a really easy way to grow the list. I think yeah. I just have, you know, little spots where people can sign up throughout my site. Whenever I write a blog post, people see that and sometimes they sign up. Yeah. And uh, it just feels like a, a low pressure way to build a list. It's a low pressure thing for someone to sign up for because it's not, it, it doesn't, I think it feels less like I'm going to be pitching them something. Yeah. 
totally. Um, and uh, and I've had a good time with that. And I would say it it works at least as well for me as the other method did. And how has growth on that thing been? Growth has been has been solid. Um, I would say I've been able to grow that specific list faster than I grew any other list that I Got it. put together in the past. Why? What do you why do you think? Why do you attribute that? I think it's just such a simple offer. So I I just say. And and I also, you know, have put it in several places on my site. You can you can see this over at CorbettBar.com. Up at the top, there's a big advertisement, basically, a banner advertisement for this. And it's called Lifestyle Business Weekly. And the pitch is a weekly curated email of useful things for people interested in lifestyle businesses and independent entrepreneurship. And then boom, you can just sign up right there and uh and check out what I've what I have to offer. So, you know, I don't know. I think I think uh, a combination of the way that I'm pitching it and um, w- how I've put it throughout the site has just led to yeah decent signups. It's got a it's got a uh, a very clear sort of value proposition, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I think sometimes that can work better than putting together a guide, a know? weekly curated email of useful things for people interested in lifestyle businesses and independent entrepreneurship, right? I love it. What is it? It's a weekly curated email. Well, who's it for? It's for people who are building lifestyle businesses or who are independent entrepreneurs. And people who are interested in those things. Like I always think of this podcast, like, you know, it could be really confusing to, in Fizzle, we have this great course on defining my audience because one of the important things you have to know is who you're reaching out to, like who you're building something for. Right. Because you can build something for yourself and it might not necessarily be, like, might not be any other people really looking for that kind of thing, right? Yeah. And this is the challenge a lot of us artist types have fallen into. And then there's this little, there's this way you can kind of navigate what you're interested in and find what they're interested in, in a way to kind of push these two worlds together to get both commercial success and artistic authenticity, right? This is our, this is in some ways the dream. Well, the dream is artistic authenticity. I do what the hell I want to and everybody just keeps buying it. I don't know why. That's the dream. (laughs) Right. But, you know, what is it? What's that saying? Go in one hand and wish in the other, see which fills up first. Yeah. That's one of my favorite (laughs) sayings. (laughs) I love saying that to kids <laughs> when, they're, when they're like whining about wanting something. Yeah, totally, totally. And now I completely lost my train of thought because it was so good. But anyways, uh, artistic uh, authenticity and, and making something that, that, that either serves you or serves them or does both. And obviously the goal is that we do, we do both. Um, and again, lost the train of thought, so I'm just going to keep right. going on. So let's, so let's dive into these six Email newsletters, why these six email newsletters are f- amazing. Yeah, so we're just going to share our favorites. They're not necessarily business-related, yeah. and uh, we'll just explain what we think is so great about them. Okay, Steph, we got to start with you. We always start okay. with you, by the way, you I know, know, because I... the intros are sort of always over here at this Portland table, <laughs> and then we pitch it to Chicago for like, all right, give us... Anchor us in some reality here. I feel like I have the advantage because I get to go first. Although I'm sure I feel like in this particular episode, I doubt we have overlap because I just think I I might consume different things when it comes to newsletters. Um, Yeah, I know we don't. I know I don't have overlap with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are going to be a little bit different. I think I'll just add my two cents really quick, too, on you know, why I think the newsletter is so important. And like you guys already said, we've, we've talked about this a fair amount on the show because people ask us a lot, like, do I have to build a newsletter? 
And there's kind of, I think, this like feeling of drudgery for a lot of people. It feels like one extra thing that they have to do. I got to write a blog post. I got to post on Instagram and I got to do a newsletter. Are you kidding me? I don't have time for all yeah. this stuff. But for me, I, I mean, I, the, I think the power of the newsletter is there are so many websites that I go to like every now and again, and I forget about them. Like I'm just one of those people. I don't really have a very good way of organizing content that I like to, to consume. So that yeah. to me is the power of the newsletter is like I forget about writers and entrepreneurs and, you know, any, any type of person who has a website, I forget that they're out there. So the newsletter is a great way to, to remind people that you exist and keep them coming back versus just that one time page view. So to me, like that's kind of the incentive to do it, even though sometimes, yes, it is an extra thing that you have to curate, but it can really be, you know, the difference between somebody visiting you once and really remembering that you exist. Mm. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of what comes yep. to mind for me for the power of newsletters. Um, okay. So for my two, I have one that's kind of like more business related and then one that's totally not business related at all. And, um, I kind of tried to ask myself, like, why are these, like I said, I, I I'm famous, like in my own mind for subscribing to newsletters and then deleting them. Cause I realized that I'm not reading them. These are yeah. two that I've been subscribed to for a long time that I just never delete. And whenever they hit my inbox, I pretty much read them right away. So the first one is from, um, a couple girls, who run a website called Clarity on Fire. I don't know if you guys have heard of these of these two girls, mm. Rachel and Kristen. They have a career coaching business. And I've I've just followed them for a while. I used to have a career coaching business myself. So I was, you know, kind of always following what they were doing with with their stuff. And I always read their newsletter because Corbett sort of already mentioned one of the um one of the formats you can have for your newsletter is really kind of just like an article type feeling. It doesn't have to be necessarily like a special format. This is one of those where I think they republish their blog posts, but sometimes it's like special art, special sort of articles just for the newsletter subscribers. But the reason that I always read this article is because their content is just on point. Every time I read it, the content is just that good. And it's really? funny because yes, and I'll, I'll share why I was doing a little bit of research for this conversation. I was going, I never delete my email and I was going back through their, some of their old newsletters that I've gotten. And here, let me just share with you guys some of their subject lines. I think that first of all, they're just like so good at nailing the topics they're talk talking about. Literally, sometimes when they hit my inbox, they they give me that feeling that's like, wow, like how did they know? How did they know I'm feeling that way? I don't know how they do it, but here are some of their subject lines. Read if you're tired of pretending to be someone you're not, how to live more and work less, how to change everything without doing anything, from crying in your office to living the dream, and I need to tell you about something that's breaking my heart. So all of those are subject lines that I've gotten from them recently. And all of them are just like, they grab my attention right away. You know, something like read this, if you're tired of pretending to be someone you're not, you know, who hasn't felt yeah, like that wow. before. So yeah. I always open them. And then when I start reading, it, it's these topics that we've covered the three of us on this podcast, like that real life, you know, the topics that we, that we get into really deep that tend to be popular with our listeners because it's things that we all like very authentically and vulnerably feel. They just write with such, I don't, honesty, like it doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel sleazy. It just literally feels like they are like telling the truths that people almost don't want to say out loud. They talk about feeling lazy at work. They talk about, you know, feeling like they don't know if they have any ambition, like things that I have wow. thought in the back of my own mind that make me scared. I find myself reading in their newsletter. So I don't know. It's hard for me to pinpoint exactly why I love this one so much, except to say that the content is just so on point and so interesting and so vulnerable that I find myself coming back to it to be like, oh my gosh, like what are, what truths are they telling this week? So that's clear wow, yeah. clarity on fire.com there. I, I really love what they put out on a weekly basis. Now, how do you get on the list? Is it that you take this, uh, this passion profile quiz? 
I don't know. I I subscribed it a long like time ago. That's the only thing that like you can subscribe to on their site. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's very interesting. I love their I love their copyright. I love the way that they're that like there's very very I mean, I'm I've never heard of these ladies or this place before and I'm like, "Wow, they seem in hearing your glowing review, I'm kind of like, these guys are on fire. These are like on yeah. point." Yeah. You know what they're I mean? Really like good. they're they're speaking the truth. Yep. Very interesting. All right, I'll have that in the show notes. Clarity on fire. Yeah, and I would love um we should dissect this later and see exactly how you get on this list, right? Because one of the things well, that we're... Well, this is something that Derek Halpern has done before. Like, there's this thing where you make a, a, a quiz. Right. And you do the quiz, and then the last step is you got to insert your email to get your results. And it always feels a little douchey. But the, the Clarity on Fire, like, you, you go to their passion profile quiz, and in red, is like, at the end, you will be asked to enter your email address to right. unlock your results, quote-unquote. This helps us confirm that you are, in fact, human and not spam. This does not automatically add you to our email list, which is very fascinating. I, I think that last bit of this does not automatically add you to your email list is the thing that made me go, and because I, like, I'm... Because I'm, I, I, you know, am commercially involved in things like this, tactics like this, that I'm kind of like, oh, look at that. That's interesting. That's an interesting piece of copywriting and thing. Like if you don't actually, actually subscribe to the list, you, but you ask them very clearly, leave it, click here to not be subscribed on right. the list. You know what I mean? Right. I remember when Louis C.K. did this, when you bought a thing, he, he talked about how big of a deal it was to just say, I m- make sure that it's unchecked. The box that says subscribe to my email totally. stuff. Make sure that that's unchecked. I don't want any of that bull, bull crap going on. Yep. You know, and it's like, who have I, who among us, who among us thinks about things that way? You know, by the way, just listen to Mark Maron's episode 700 part two, Louis CK talking about all about how he made the Horace and Pete thing. He just talks about, it's like an hour and a half of him talking about the Horace and Pete thing. I, my face was on fire. It was so good. It was so good. Your face just like burst in I, I, well, I broke out and, in hives mm, uh, yeah that's okay. what i mean it was very painful it was fight. very painful to, but if anybody out there is a maker creator like you want to make something do some project do whatever go listen to that episode after you've watched at least one horace and pete sorry i'm going off off target here but uh anyways keep going anyway i, I this is an important point though noticing those little details yeah. like you said about louis ck or uh this clarity on fire.com noticing the little details and how they're getting people to sign up and asking yourself why are they doing it this way? Yes, because and, it's and, like it's like you know it, what you expect they're going to do and they're doing something different. Why yeah. would they do something different? Yeah, you know? yeah, right. Or yeah, why would they hide their email sign-up form yeah. behind a long quiz? Yeah. And then you have to ask yourself, well, if you go through this process of taking a quiz, you're probably committed to the results in some way because yep. right. you're thinking about yourself. Yep. You're also probably indoctrinated a little bit into their yeah. philosophy. Because the way that they yeah. word things and all of that stuff, you're starting to get like a sense for, all right, I like the way these people talk. And yeah, how you're more times- invested in the content for sure. Yeah. And how many times do you sign up for something on the web with your email address yeah. and then go off and do something else for a while and then you come back later that evening mm-hmm. and you see this thing in your inbox and you're like, what is this? Yeah, who is this? Yeah. Like you forget yeah. like that quickly. Um, this is a good way for them probably to stand out, to be like, and hey, it, remember okay. that quiz? So we all know you got to, like one of the things we discovered, uh, the internet discovered is, hey, if you offer a freebie for your new, for people to sign up on your email list, right? Then more people will sign up. Right. And so it's this immediate like sort of, oh, look at this 10 mistakes, 10 most common mistakes in online business thing. Right. And I can just get that book right now if I just download this and enter my email to get it. But now we've given up uh, or now we don't have any prior experience with each other before 
And so you've downloaded that to your downloads. Yeah. And you forgot about it. And but you have it because it's like it feels good. I have that in case I need it. And two years from now, when you're cleaning out your downloads folder, you're like, what was this? And then you open it up and you realize how beautiful I made that damn guide. Like how gorgeous it is. You guys, have you have you downloaded these guides that I've made for you? Fizzle.co slash guides. Do you know how many free guides we have? And they're beautiful. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're, they're awesome. beautiful. Yeah. I'm kill I'm I'm killing myself for you people. Nobody and you haven't even downloaded it? Come on, do me a solid. Fizzle.co dot fizzle.co slash guides. Whoa, take it easy. All right. <laughs> Tell me if you like it. So Please. excited. You're like Somebody. mumbling URLs. But what's great, yeah, I'm just mumbling <laughs> fire started up is. Um if you but what's what's interesting is is I mean we've we've done one right now. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. All right. We gotta move on. <laughs> wow. We gotta move on. <laughs> the, all right, everybody. Uh 239 on <laughs> Monday. <laughs> Mark it in your calendar. <laughs> this is the day Chase decided to move on. <laughs> Impressive. All right. Well, let's move on to you, Chase. All right, you want to move on to me? Yeah, what's your what's your first one? All right. Speaking of moving on. All right. So here, here's the deal. I know that we're not gonna have any overlap here, I don't I don't think. Um, because my my I, I'm like you, Steph. I I subscribe to a million of these things. By the way, one trick that I use because I'm a I'm a marketing copywriter because I've been a blogger for a long time. And I'm trying to be professional at that craft, and and a lot of blogging isn't being a good writer. It's like writing things that masses of people would want to click. You know, that, which is a very different skill from being a good writer. You right. know, the way that I think of good writing. Um, so one trick that I've done is I've subscribed to lots of emails, but I have them skip my inbox and go straight into a folder mm -hmm. in, G in Gmail. Um, and so I just set up a filter that's like anything that comes from Ramit Sethi, Derek Halpern, uh, you know, uh, Farnham Street, like just anything, anything, anything that I think is interesting out there or successful out there. I'm like, subscribe to them, and then I, I have them in this filter, so I never see them unless... I want to go. What are people writing about these days? Right. How are they? What? Are, how are other people treating the people who subscribe to their things? Like, and you can start learn. You can learn so much. I really recommend you do this. Subscribe to like fifteen to twenty email newsletters from all walks of life, from like all like yeah. all different stuff and that are that you know are successful or that you yourself are very interested in, and just have them bypass your inbox. By the way, that's that's a powerful little trick. Yeah, use filters in yeah. Gmail whatever your tool is, Gmail has the best filters probably. Yeah. Use filters and then it makes it so you don't have to feel so apprehensive about it. Yeah, here's a good one. Stuff. Here's a good one. Just search for the term unsubscribe yeah. and have everything go past your, that obviously that's the opposite, opposite of what we're talking about here today. Good email newsletters that you want to get, right? right. In fact, one of my, I'll do my first one, will be this one. One, I had to turn off this filter for this guy because now we're friends and we like email all the time. I had missed a bunch of emails from him because it came from the same email Got that it. his newsletter came from. But this is, James Victory's email updates. Mm. And uh, I'll put this in the show notes as well. For all of these, I'll put them in the show notes. Uh, so what I love about James Victory is, uh, well, I, I, just, I just love him. I just love him. I think his work is sensational. He's a graphic designer, poster artist. He's an artist, an illustrator, all sorts of things. And, he, and he's very incendiary and he's very, he can be very political. He can be very, he, I think I like the things that he says. I like how he thinks. And then I like the way that his work represents that. Um, and then now he's got this like second career growing as sort of a, a, like the motivational and sort of craftsman teacher guy for us professional creatives or want to be professional creatives right and um and so i think the stuff that he puts out on a regular basis short and sweet just for those of us who want to nourish our creative 
hearts. Do you know what I mean? And but like, and it's also like, whereas Steph, you come from this world where everything's written and and you know, in pen, <laughs> like a like script with gold and glitter and shit. like everything's everything's written like that, right? And it's like fall, but it's all about this, like you know, nourish your creative heart. Whereas like, I'm not necessarily going to sign up for something that says that in gold with glitter. As there's like you know, uh, some some pretty lady with like ladies, they just get like all of these headshots, all these different pictures of them at the cafe walking down the street. Here I am in my living room. Here I am drinking coffee. Like all of these, and they're all over their website. It's like this whole thing that is so, and it's totally natural to that. It's totally natural. That's like, it looks great. But for me, I see the trend of it. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, anyways, James Victoria doesn't have pictures of him drinking coffee and things like that in his, in his leotards. Right. Um, and so, and so he's like a little more of a, of an angle that like I can, I can take in sort of in front of my son without him saying like, dad, are you a lady boy? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know. But it was funny to me. <laughs> Is this? Are you recounting something that actually no, happened? No, no, uh, no. But but I, I love James Victoria for this. So and and his uh, he's consistently short and sweet in his email stuff. And uh, and so I like that. I like that a lot. That's my number so one. So he's manly, is what you're saying. You like yeah. this guy because he's manly. That's well, what I that's what I just got from this. No, whole... yeah. Well, there's, that's a big deal. I mean, to, I want to nourish my creative heart, you guys. Like, I really, really want to do that. In like a in like a wearing flannel no, and carrying an axe. Just in like, like I don't have to feel like the only dude at the conference when we go to you know like like I because I would love actually to be the only dude at the conference because I I get on so much better with ladies pursuing these things than with men, um, but. I like his perspective on it. Like we need that voice too. Yeah. You know, we need that voice too. Cause there's a long line of profoundly, uh, searching creative, uh, people on both on, on, on any gender. I don't see gender, you know, but I like his angle because it makes me laugh because it feels deep. It feels hard and harsh sometimes. And I kind of, I like that. I want to be, mm. I want to be woken up again a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need a little cold water on my face. Yeah, he is. He is. You do, uh, he is sharp in a way, and you feel like you might say the wrong thing, and he'll go, no, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. There's a little bit of sharp, and and I don't find that to be totally unfounded with him. I don't find that to be like a a result of of being Mm small-minded. I I feel it to be the the opposite, the the result of being like actually pretty thoughtful thoughtful and and intelligent. So yeah, so James Victoria, that'll be that'll be in there, and I just like I like the design. I mean, as a designer, as a as a writer, I like everything about this experience. Cool. You know, and I like that he's coming to the internet as a second career, right? And that's something that we have conversations about um, just because like this is something that I speak fluently and and he's like, listen, I've been in the world of like, I'm in the MoMA. Do you understand? Like I've worked in the MoMA and now I have to talk to you about like how I should use a webinar. Yeah. What am I doing with my life? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Because having your work in the MoMA and $3 will earn you a <laughs> cup of coffee. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay, you're up, Corbett Barr. Cool. Uh, my next one is simple at first. And uh, I'm choosing this one to illustrate a couple of points. The first is this is a newsletter that I read religiously. It's like, I'm happy. It shows up in my inbox. Yeah. I'll take five minutes out of like whatever I was doing to like pay attention to this. And because this is, it's just so simple and straightforward. I think it, it shows that you don't necessarily have to be, you know, so far we've talked about people that are very unique and creative and have their own angle on things. It's almost like personalities. It's like personality. The cult of personality thing is very much at play with the newsletter. Whereas in some cases, like this next one, you can just be matter of fact and you can share news and things that are relevant to a Mm -hmm. a particular, um, 
you know, uh, topic. And, and this one is simply the Portland Tech Flash. And this is produced by the Portland Business Journal. This, I don't know if you guys have ever read any of the business journals, but they're a network of papers in, you know, all kinds of different cities. There's one for Portland, and they happen to put out this thing called the Portland Tech Flash. It comes out uh, most weekdays. It's curated by a person named Malia Spencer, who's a staff reporter there uh, in Portland. And she just puts together this list of the most interesting, relevant stories mm. that have come out in the week on, you know, through the Portland uh, Business Journal into a curated little email. And it just keeps me abreast of like things that are going on in the tech business world in Portland. Specifically in Portland. Now, what for you personally, I'm curious, like just why do you like the Portland angle then more than like the, just the world at large angle for this one specifically? Uh, well, so partly for me, it's because I lived in the Bay area for so long that the tech world is, is very Bay area yeah. focused. And, um, I am like committing to being here in Portland mm -hmm. and I just want to be a part of what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Guess. yeah. So for me, it's, it's, it's a matter of investing in my local community as opposed to reading about the next, because to me, these things matter in, in that I might go to a party and talk to someone who I had just read about, you know, mm. versus reading about the latest thing that's going on with Uber or Airbnb or whatever. Yeah, it's just, just some, just, just the celebrity, matter. the celebrity th moments. Yeah, yeah. This is just a little bit more useful to me. Um, so check this one out there. There may be similar, uh, newsletters for different cities. I'm not sure. Yeah. You can check out the business journal in your town, whatever that might be. Um, but yeah, this is just straightforward and to the point. And I think that whatever topic or space you are, building a business around, it could be that maybe there's no decent source of news just on mm -hmm. that topic. You know, like if you were a designer, for example, you could just have a, a, a news newsletter about news for designers, things that have happened. Um, and uh, that could be really interesting and useful in a way that might be overlooked by most people. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Very cool. Okay. This is cool. I like the 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 local angle on that. This is a like by the way, the local angle is something that I think is entirely underrated in everybody's business idea. Everybody's like, "How am I going to grow on the on the web?" Right? Which is to say, "How am I going to grow in every corner of the world, everywhere, 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 All everywhere?" Which is to say, I have zero ideas how I'm going to grow. Right? Right? You know what I mean? Whereas if you're like, "Well, if I was going to grow just in my town and find the people who think like this or who would, would be interested in this, where would I go?" Dude, put out some things. I'm not saying it's going to grow you like crazy. I'm just saying that won't hurt you to do that too. That might teach you a little bit about growing in the big thing. Yeah. You know, I like that. So, uh, Steph, let's move to you. On your, What's your number two? Okay, my number two is very different. Um, it's interesting because I'm okay. So the, the company or the, the person who puts this one out is called prep dish and mm. I'm going to call this one. It's so good. I pay for it. So I actually, this is a newsletter that I, I actually pay for every month. Um, really? so, you, so I feel like I'm cheating a little bit, but it really is. I was thinking about it and it, it's a service, but it really is like no more than just a newsletter. So the reason that this one is so compelling is because and I'll talk about what it is in a second, but it makes me go do something to make my life better. I noticed that that's one of the things in my inbox with the newsletters that I choose to keep. Are they give me something tangible that I can go and do in my life to like have a better week for myself. So mm. prep dish is this service that I subscribe to. I mean, I say service, but it really literally is a newsletter every week from uh, this woman named Allison Schaefe. And she puts together just these awesome weekly uh, meal plans. That's really all it is. It's a very well done sort of newsletter with a, a PDF you can download 
comes to my inbox every single Friday and it just lays out different meal, like four different meals to cook for my family, as well as uh, a breakfast item and a dessert item. And the whole concept is you prep on one day and then you have food all week and the food is so good and healthy and easy. And I just absolutely love it. I've been paying for it for I don't even know, at least six months. And it's truly just, it's a newsletter that comes to me with sort of like a few different like tips to keep in mind for the week. And then a PDF that's just laid out pretty simply with a grocery list and different sort of like meal planning options. And I so look forward to it because it's just like done for you meal planning that hits my inbox every single week. So for me, I just love that it a lot. Like I said, it allows me to take, like I used to spend, I really care a lot about eating healthy. It's just one thing that I've, you know, I, I, sort of like, I like cooking a lot because it's also a stress reliever for me. But for me, the thing I hated was like sitting down with like all 17 of my cookbooks every week and saying, what are we going to eat this week? And I hated making grocery lists. So for me, this service is awesome because it just all comes to my inbox with everything done for me. So I just love Mm. that I don't have to go seeking it out. It's emailed to me and it it helps me better myself every week. So I think that's one sort of like vein of of (laughs) newsletters is like real practical things to make life easier and, and better, I guess. Yeah, I'm loving this right now. For anybody who really wants to make a newsletter, like just listening to what Steph's saying right there is like, then you can abstract that and go, everything's just done for me. I learned something that it will help me make have a better week. Yeah. Like what are the things that she said? And then and take out all the food stuff, make it completely neutered in terms of like what the topic is, and then go like how many other topics, how many topics could I invent that could do that for somebody? How many times do we hear the question, well, Everything I want to do is already out there for free. Why would somebody pay for it? Yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. Every week we hear that question. And just just play back exactly what Steph just said <laughs> about a minute ago. And yeah. listen, and know that there are people out there who are willing to pay for the convenience, the done for me, the complete package, everything yeah. that she just described about this newsletter, which um, I'm looking here, Steph, it looks like maybe you paid... $99 for a year of these weekly newsletters? I think, you can pay monthly too. I think it's like 14 bucks a month, something like okay. that. 14 bucks yeah. a month. Yep. But it seems like it makes more sense to do the $99 a probably, year. I should probably just go ahead thing. and do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I pay monthly, you? but I'm, I'm pretty we just, sold. We just, saved you, we just saved you some money. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, thanks guys. Corbett, how much money did we just save her? Uh, we saved Steph uh, $169. Oh, shoot. Steph, okay. you're welcome. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. You always have my back. You're welcome. Hey, tell you what, go out to dinner on the money we just saved you guys. I think I will. You know? Take your husband and your and your beautiful daughter out and ha- just have a $69 me- meal. Yeah, on splurge. us. Splurge. Yeah. Do it. Thanks, thanks, guys. Okay. So I love this idea, Corbett, that you're just talking about. Like, how many times do we hear something where people are like, I don't want, I, I, like, everybody, there's everything I'm wanting to do is already out there for free. Well, somebody just did this more clearly, a little more like packaged perfectly for people like me. Yeah. yeah. And for, that's, by the way, that how, people like me part is a big deal. For sure. That's what they're, that's what they're surfing here. Yeah. That's cool, the way. How cool is this? How, this is so direct versus yeah. what everybody else is trying to do, which is, uh, I'm going to put something out there for free, try to get people on my newsletter and then I'm going to send them stuff. And then about a year later, I'm going to try to sell them something. Yeah. This is just like, Sign up and pay right now yeah. for the goods. No, I think it's I think it's really cool. Like well, it, 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 it also breaks my brain a little bit, though. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, this is fascinating. I mean, th- who has the balls to do this? You know <laughs> what I mean? The craziest part is like this is like an absolute no brainer for me. Like this is one of my monthly. I have whittled down my monthly expenses, and this is one of the things where it's like, oh yeah, I just pay for this. And when it hits my inbox every Friday, I'm like so excited to open this because I'm like, what are we gonna eat next week? And it's like this delightful, straightforward experience. It's awesome. Mm. 
I think you have a really healthy relationship with money stuff. I don't know if I have one of those. I don't know. I because I would look at, at this it. and I'd go like, I would feel like really like worried about it. But I'm also, I also, you know, I don't have the, I don't have the role in our family where I'm preparing a lot of the dishes or doing a lot of the shopping. A lot of that, like I, I do the other stuff, right? So this is the one, this is the area that I'm always like fascinated by, like meal prep, planning, cooking, all that stuff. Like I can cook if you put me in front of the stuff, but like to plan what's for dinner Thursday and it's Friday right now, like, you know, it's like, I don't know. Anyways, let's keep going. All let's right, keep, Steph or Chase, let's hear me. from you. Okay, so here's my second one. My second one is guys, don't make fun of me. I mean, this one's kind of this one's kind of like uh, this is soft hearted again. I have to nourish my creative heart, you guys. This is uh, Richard Rohr's weekly meditation summary. Mm. All right, it comes out every Sunday. He has a daily one, and then he has a second version. So he, Richard Rohr, is this is this Franciscan friar who is just killer. He's literally the like I just, I just, I just have to set a marker there because it was worth it to call Richard Rohr the. Shit. And I'm gonna set another one because he's so amazing. He's just like very, very deep-hearted, very thoughtful and intelligent. Just about like just just about the you know just the the biggest things in life, right? And so he has a daily email that goes out, and then this the the Sunday the weekly one where he was just like it summarizes everything that came before in a sentence. So every one of his daily emails is like, it comes from a sentence and then he develops, right? Nice. And then I get the the summary at the end, which then has like one like little like, it has the summary of the things, which is normal. I don't know. I just like to let my eyes fall down this page for a second. I don't do anything significant with it besides like going like, this is a person in the world and the universe that I want, I want to have influencing me and Every once in a while it comes in, and I'm always surprised when it comes in because I don't have I don't actually like besides James and this guy like I don't get email newsletters. I am I'm really good at not getting email newsletters, right? And uh, but these are the ones that I kind of can't. I you actually I, pay I enjoy. I enjoy. Like, even like Farnham Street is one I wish I. But every time it comes in, I'm like, I, the last thing I'm going to do right now is read email. Mm. I'm checking email to just get through any fires right. that are going on, and then the last thing I'm here to do is like go do some like tech. Like learning yeah. or something like yep. that. You know what I mean? I want, give me a spark. Give me a, give me a little like a breath, fresh breath air and then let's go. The fresh of breath air. A breath of fresh. <laughs> of, did I say a fresh of breath air? I think you did. <laughs> I did. Doesn't everybody just love breath air? Oh, so that's fresh. so good. <laughs> a fresh of breath air. That's good. That could be a candidate for our fizzle. Uh, we're going to make a fizzle shirt at the end of the year. <laughs> Do you guys have any, if you guys have any ideas on what the fizzle shirts would say, we've got a good forum thread going on about this. I haven't forgotten about you guys in there. Um, and so we're going to do, we're going to do a shirt this year that anybody, all the fizzle show listeners, all the fizzlers, anybody listening or subscribing, we're going to be able to get a, get a, get a chance like early, early December to get one. I've said it. It's in the world now. Yeah, you it's said in the world. Do Let's, do it. it's done. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, so if you want any more breath freshes, uh, you can check out Richard Rohr's weekly meditation summary. Love it. All right, Corbett, your last one. All right, my last one is a big one, and I owe a debt of gratitude to Steph for introducing this one oh my gosh. to me. Whoa, what is this it? This is uh, one of my favorites. I read this pretty much every day. It's called The Skim, oh. S-K-I-M-M, -M. Mm -hmm. and uh, this was started in 2012 by a couple of uh, New York roommates, Danielle Weisberg and Carly Zakin, and this newsletter basically- Don't they just sound like- <laughs> just. We're in New York. When in New York, let's make a publication. My name is Daniel Weisberg. <laughs> What's the other one's name? Carly Zakin. Hi, I'm Carly Zakin. <laughs> I should never have said New York. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It just, it just, they well, said, that's so perfectly New York. It is. And, and these two were working in news. I think they were both working for NBC. Mm. And the amazing thing about this newsletter is it's a simple summary of the day's news. Every day okay. you wake up and it's really fresh. A lot of times things that happened the night before you wake up and it's in your inbox. So you can use this to stay on top of the news without reading any other sources. And it just covers like the big things that have happened in a witty kind of breezy sort of millennial tone, mm. um, which is really fun. It makes it really easy to read. It's a little bit like, um, I don't know, just like, you, you know, your friend telling you about the news instead of like a news anchor. It's, telling yeah, you it's the like news. it's like the Gilmore Girls news something. I don't know. <laughs> so um, anyway, the the cool thing about this is it has swelled to three and a half million subscribers. Wow. Since 2012, at least the the most recent wow. numbers that I could find, this is becoming a media sort of like Vice has become this like media behemoth. Yeah, the skim is becoming that for a, a maybe uh, more female audience, but it's becoming really big really quickly, and um, they're they're doing a really great job with it. So this is a, a good one to check out to see the scope of what a newsletter can become. I mean, think about three and a half million people receiving this email every day is just amazing. Yeah. I don't know of many that are much bigger than that. So um, thanks, Steph, for the intro to that. And uh, I, I really Whoa, suggest you got to people... pay for the skim now. No, <laughs> is that it's great? still free. I just downloaded the app. Sure. There's an app you can pay for. There's an app. They got an app now. Yeah. Wow, no way, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I think they're trying to figure out um, a monetization yeah, beyond exactly. the advertisement. Exactly, dude. Maybe I'll I'll start my free trial with them, and then because I like I was talking, I was tweeting this the other day. Like, best thing I ever did in my life was YouTube Red. Mm. I have no idea what they're advertising these days. Well, you know, I have like literally no channels in my life where there are advertisements. That's amazing. Like none. That's awesome. Maybe I pick up a magazine from time to time, and I go like, "What are we doing to ourselves?" Like, just advertisements everywhere. Yeah, it's. 80% of what we ingest easily, mm. easily. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, what else, what else are you, I mean, you got sports games. I'd say maybe like 10%. You got, but I mean, I'm just talking about what's jammed in your eyeballs. Yeah. What's jammed in your eyeballs on a subconscious level too. I mean, it's, it's frightening. It's true. Well, the, uh, the newsletter, the skim, uh, does not have many ads. Mm -hmm. Usually they're ads for itself or for sharing really newsletters. So it's just interesting to see how they convince people to to sign up and I just and signed share. up. Awesome. You just convinced me. I just signed up to the daily skim. Steph, what what do you like about this? Do you still read it? I do still read it. I just like, you know, sometimes like I don't know, I don't know how to say this without sounding like <laughs> this is mm. this is embarrassing to me. But for some yeah. like sometimes they take complex, you know, like important issues. I just like, it's the first thing in the morning. I have an infant and I want to know what the story is, but I don't really feel like breaking down every single tiny like facet of what's happening in current yep. events. And they just put it really bluntly. They're like, okay, here's what you need to know. And they use like, if you were having a conversation like coffee with someone in the morning, this is like how someone would describe it to you. So it's very accessible and very conversational, I think is the word I'm looking for. So I don't have to like, if I go to New York times, like sometimes I'll read that, but I have to feel like I have to like be focusing when I'm reading it. Whereas with this, I can like just be chilling and, and really understand the essence of the event without having to think too deeply about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. rarely spend more than like a paragraph, I'd say, on each topic. And those are topics that maybe covered all the headlines the day before where you could have read 10 articles to, you know, get the, the essence yeah. of what they put out in one paragraph. So these are six email newsletters that we think are awesome, mm. right? Oh, I forgot. That was the title. That was the title. 
And I mean, and there's more on this article that we've written this week. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to embed this show right directly into that page. Okay. And Corbett, maybe these six that we've 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 put in there, we can add to that page. Yeah. And so, right? Doesn't that seem like these these all seem like fit like oh, worthy, yeah. worthy for sure. I think so. Um, and many of these were already and they were already in there. there. So I, I think uh, I think we we put a pin in this. Anything? Any last words, Corbett, to people thinking about? Doing their doing their email newsletter, they want to plan it, they want to get it, they want to be good, they want to be consistent and interesting enough, they want to find an angle, well, a unique selling proposition or yeah. value prop. So I, I think the the takeaway for me on this is, you know, when you become an entrepreneur, you need to start, or when you're thinking about building a business, you need to start th- seeing the world through the eyes of an entrepreneur, yeah. through the eyes of an, uh, someone looking for opportunities of things to improve in the world. Yeah. And likewise, when you decide to start producing content, a blog, a podcast, whatever, you have to go from being a passive consumer of those things yeah. to someone who is dissecting what they ingest yeah. to understand what the message is behind it and what the tactics are that people are using. We haven't talked about this very much. Like that's a huge source of learning for me. Yeah. It's just watching what others do. Mm-hmm. They're never telling me what they're doing. I know how these tools work and I'm looking them at like Steph, when you were talking about their subject lines mm-hmm. for, the yeah. one, for the one of the ones you're talking about. And it's like, yes, that's what you do. You watch how some people who are doing, you, you, like you notice something's working on you and you go, why is this working? Right. And what else are they doing? And what are the, and, and I think that Steph, the, the ladies that you, you brought up, the um, clarity on fire is just yeah. like, that's the most next level thing I've seen uh, yeah. of, of this list in terms of like, uh, in terms of like bloggers who are like, it just feels like it's from another planet. Yeah, absolutely. It, it feels evolved. Well, I think what you're you saying what I mean? is, yeah, yeah, what you're saying is so important too. It's like you're, you're, you need to observe your own reaction. Like when I get something in my inbox that makes me say, whoa, okay, I was supposed to be doing something else, but I'm going to open this email. Really try to be aware of that because we all have those, yeah. we all have those reactions. And if you can pinpoint like what made you take that action, you can kind of start to replicate it in your own thing, which I think is really yeah. helpful. Yeah. yeah, it's really just, uh, it, so to start with, just start asking yourself questions about why do I subscribe to what I subscribe to? Yeah. Why do I open certain uh, email newsletters? Yeah. What do I like about it? And what, you know, what drew me in in the first place? Yeah. And just start looking at things through that lens. Go sign up for some of these newsletters. If, if Go sign up for sign all up. of them. Yeah. Have them redirected to a, a thing or have them go to your inbox for a while. Either unsubscribe from them or just have them redirected or, or, or filtered directly into a folder. And then, and then go check that out every now and again. But subscribe to them all or a handful of the ones that look interesting. Because I think you learn more by pursuing either what is interesting to you or investigating what is extremely popular. Like the skim. Why is that working? Well, I do something. I help people make their own shoes. Like what could I learn from the skim? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, maybe, who knows? But this is where inspiration and creativity comes from. It's smashing two things that don't belong together together. Right. And then, and then, oh, and then I went down this direction and now you've made some sort of insight. I think it's fascinating. It's a great, great takeaway. I have been Chase Wardman Reeves. I have been Corbett Barr. I've been Steph Crowder. And, and we'll, we'll see you there. Or we'll, we'll see you on another, another time. time. So there you have it. Uh, 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 all right. All right. Fizzleshow.co slash 188. That's 188. We're going to find images and links for the six 
email newsletters we talked about, as well as more examples of great email newsletters. we got more there in the article. Get inspired with new ideas about what to do for your own newsletter. Head to fizzleshow.co slash 188. Here's an iTunes review from Mateusz in Poland who says... I just don't know anything else in the world that brings so much value in such a fun shape. If you're hesitating, if you should choose fun radio or some smart podcast, The Fizzle Show is definitely something for you. They always teach me something and leave me in a way better mood. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. No, Matos, thank you. You're awesome. Our goal here, dear listener, you know this. And maybe it's your first time you don't know this, is to help you Earn a living doing something that you care about. Make progress on your business every single week. And if you leave us an iTunes review, I'll be honest, it does help us do that. Not only do I share those reviews with everybody on the team here, Steph and Corb, but I also read them out on the air and it helps other people find the show. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this was a win-win scenario, people. I would love to hear your iTunes review. Please write us one. Head to iTunes, uh, the iTunes store. Search for Fizzle. Click write a review. All right, that's it, y'all. That is it. Listen, I mentioned in the show our free guides. We have so many beautiful free guides that I make. In the show notes of this, you can, or you could just do this yourself. Just go to fizzle.co slash guides. Go to fizzle.co slash guides. Get yourself something pretty. Maybe get something for your friend, your spouse, your loved one. Just get them a, hey, I got this guide from these guys named Fizzle. They're really good. <laughs> All right, y'all. Find care. Take care. Serve hard and dig in. Thanks. Thank you, honestly, for listening. And I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.